0: Hey, it's Tony Bruschi, along with Jenny and Carol Hughes, inviting you to come check out our brand new podcast, Office Horror Stories. You don't get a fart in my presence. It doesn't leave it. When I pick up a cup, I try to take a sip. It's Greg's chew. Like, (laughs) spit take right into the screen. You can't unhear that. It's a show jam-packed. With stories of crazy bosses, insane co-workers, and workplaces from hell. I'm seriously getting in trouble right now for being a hard worker. Pick your ear, nose, rub your eye, that clearly probably is pink eye. Here, let me handle those apples for you. So not only is it gross that you're (laughs) getting bacteria onto the money, but you're getting bacteria up into... And the best part, you're invited to share your workplace nightmare or office horror story as well. Just search Office Horror Stories wherever you download podcasts, click subscribe, and start binging away now. You know, I'm single, and then I listen to stories like that, and I'm like, that person found someone. What? She'd been carrying on a not-so-discreet affair with one of the day shift supervisors, and had skipped town with her and literally thousands of dollars of client money that had been earmarked for employee incentives. I wish I had a kid. Because if I had a kid, I could call in sick a lot, I could leave early a lot, and not saying you know, that they were making it up. But yes, I have worked with people who make that shit. Our brand new podcast, Office Horror Stories. New episodes weekly, available wherever you download podcasts. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. This is EPP bonus episode number 279 of Real Ghost Stories Online. I'm saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays because this episode is being released on Christmas Day of 2019. Now You may be listening to it June 34th of June 34th. (laughs) Yes, I was going to say in some future year, because in that future year, we've maybe added a couple extra days to the calendar just for shits and giggles. How about June 23rd of 2044? How about that one? Hmm? Does that sound realistic? A little more realistic than June 34th. Anyway, uh, that's, that's why I'm saying Merry Christmas. Thought I'd preface that a little bit. Hope your holiday is going well. If you're listening to us uh, today, maybe, maybe it's not (laughs) because typically if the holiday's going good, you're enjoying that you're with your friends and your family and, and you're enjoying their company. If, if you're enjoying my company right now, it's probably to get away from their company uh, is, is my guess. So, uh, thank you. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad that we could spend the uh, the holiday together. I always, I was always one uh, during family get-togethers, and not that, that I, I have a, a bad family or bad family memories of Christmas. Really, for the most part, it was it was very happy. Uh, so I, I don't want to come across that way. But I'm, I'm a person who likes my space, and and I, I just kind of like like quiet, like kind of being off by myself. So uh, there was many times on Christmas Day, I would kind of go off. And find my own space uh, to just kind of be alone. I remember at my grandma's house when we go for Christmas, there it would be uh, in, into her bathroom. Uh, there was there was two bathrooms in the house, and uh, there those were kind of my my refuge, uh away from all the other kids and all the parents and all that. I was just kind of going there lock the door and just kind of sit down, read a magazine, and, uh, and veg out. This is before the days of phones and apps, so you kind of had to be creative. Um, you know, I think if I had a Game Boy one year, maybe I bought the, brought the Game Boy and <laughs> that sort of thing. I, I liked that bathroom so much, uh, and I found it so kind of comforting and such a peaceful spot that I actually, uh, when, when my grandparents had passed away, and they were going through the house and, and reaching out to everybody going, is there anything in the house that um, you you want or, or that, that's a special thing to you that you want to keep as a, a keepsake? I said, I want this picture. There's a picture in the basement bathroom. Real just rickety old picture, kind of warped coming out of its frame of a boat, little paddle boat on the edge of a shore where it looks like there's some bad weather coming in off in the distance of the water. I always liked that picture. I don't know why. I just, I would always look at that. And <laughs> it's kind of a a picture of, of impending darkness, but I somehow found peace in it. I don't know. It's a weird association of like warm childhood memories for me of escaping my family and going to this bathroom. <laughs> I said, I'd like that picture, please. And I still have it. I, I, I've yet to put it up in my house. I think it needs a new frame because it literally warped itself out of its frame now. Um, but I did find it when we recently moved. But it, I found peace in it. When when I did the final uh, walkthrough of that house before they sold it to, you um, know, there's different rooms you want to go to and take a look at things. I wanted to go take a look at the bathrooms. Remember the sink in the upstairs, another place of refuse. It was one of those seashell type sinks with like this blue unnatural colored Uh, Granite looking countertop Um, Just you know I don't know it's a weird thing So anyway my point is If you're getting away I'm relating to you Uh, I understand So I'm glad you can have a podcast Man I wish I had them back then Today we got some great ghost stories for you Great ghost stories that uh, reflect Upon holidays Loved ones from the past Coming back For good or bad Sometimes it's a loved one that, uh, you know, you, you want to see again. Sometimes it's the one you were kind of relieved wasn't going to be spending the holidays with you because they had passed on. Surprise, surprise. They're back. We got those stories and a couple others for you today. in EPP bonus episode number 279 of Real Ghost Stories Online. My name is Tony Bruschi. Happy holidays. Stay with us. Sometimes a home just draws you in and sometimes never lets you go, even when you're alive. We often hear of ghost haunting houses. Ghosts typically aren't someone who has died. But can you, can you haunt a house while you're living? Like say you had to leave the home for one reason or another and it was beyond your control But you're still drawn back to that house in your dreams, in your desires. Every night you feel that you are there and it's so real. It's so vivid. It's such, such an experience that you just know this is different than other dreams. This does not feel like other things. Could in fact be you that's now haunting a house that you are no longer in. In our next story, we hear about a family that is drawn to a property, drawn to a home that was built by a grandfather, put everything into the house. He lived in it. His family lived in it. The next generation lived in it. And eventually it went out of the family. But one of those family members still has a very strong draw back to that property. This is the story. Take a listen. My great-grandfather was a great man. He was the happiest person I ever met. He loved his family more than anything. Valued the worth of a dollar, was a wonderful artist, and he always put his whole heart into everything he took on, which I guess is why he felt... The need to build his home from the ground up. I wish I could tell you what year it was built, but I honestly have no clue. It was in our family for some time, though. My grandmother and her sisters grew up there, as did my mother, and my brothers and I lived there for most of our childhood. It was a beautiful home and a beautiful area. He picked a very historic part of Denver to build the home as well. "'about two houses down from Molly Brown's house, "'which really has nothing to do with the story. "'I just thought it was interesting. "'My earliest memories of the home "'go back to about age five or six. "'We'd visit while my great-grandparents were still there. "'It would always smell like an interesting mixture "'of cookies and perfume from my great-grandmother, "'and my great-grandfather would be sitting in his chair "'sketching a pastel drawing with his fingers "'stained ten different shades of blue or red.' He'd always have the radio tuned to a jazz station, and we'd get up and hum to the song while trying to dance with my great-grandmother, who would giggle and say, Oh, Joe, stop, and sit back down. I seem to be rambling, though. I'll get to the story. I spoke with my grandmother, who had lived there most of her life, and her being a big skeptic says she never experienced anything out of the ordinary, which makes sense considering the house was built from the ground up by my grandfather, though when my mother was young, that wasn't the case. When she was about four, she found an imaginary friend named Tabby, who, according to my mother, was the cause of all the weird things going on. She slept upstairs in a large room with her cousin. She shared a bathroom together. And whenever my mother would get up in the morning to go to the bathroom, the carpet, don't ask me why my grandfather carpeted a bathroom, I don't know, would be completely soaked. She'd go ask Teresa, her cousin, what she did to find out that she was still asleep and claimed to have not gotten up at all. This went on for years. I'm not sure if it ever stopped. Though this could be explained as a simple plumbing problem, perhaps from putting carpet in the bathroom, she also says she would hear footsteps going up and then back down the stairs late at night when everyone was asleep. They'd go up and it would be quiet for a few minutes and then they'd go back down, just once, almost the same time, every single night. The one memory that sticks out in her head the most was one day after school she had a friend over and quickly ran up the stairs just to drop off her school books. She looked at her bed and froze, seeing on the bed a pillow, a perfect indentation on the pillow of a small body and a head lying on her bed. She freaked out and leapt down the stairs and slept on Teresa's side of the room that night. Shortly after, my grandparents and mother moved out to California due to my grandfather's work. Sadly, my great grandfather passed away when I was very young, and my great grandmother was taken to a nursing home. My mother, father, brothers, and I moved into their home. My brothers took the room upstairs where my mom and her cousin used to sleep, and I was alone downstairs where my great grandmother used to sleep. I distinctly remember one night while having a hard time sleeping, I heard what sounded like humming coming from the living room. I went to check but nothing was there. This happened a few other times, usually late at night, usually in the living room, sometimes outside. One of my great-grandfather's favorite possessions was this terrible knit tapestry of an owl. It was hideous, but he loved it. No one else wanted it, so when he passed on, we just left it in the house in a closet. One day, when we returned home, this ugly thing was hanging on the doorknob of the closet, displayed in the exact place my great-grandfather always had it. My mom was convinced it was Grandpa Joe, but my dad refused to believe it. The tapestry went to the basement closet. As I got older, things happened less and less. That or I just didn't pay much attention to them anymore. Only a few other things would stand out. On weekends, I had a habit of trying to stay up as late as possible, falling asleep on the couch. Usually, my father would wake up and come down and make me go to my room. This happened one weekend, as usual. I went to bed and thought nothing of it. The next morning, I was talking to my mom, casually mentioned this, and she looked at me like I was insane. I then realized that earlier in the evening, the night before, my brothers and dad had gone camping for the weekend. It was a distinctly male voice that I heard telling me to go to bed. At this point, my mom was so used to it, she just said, Oh, it was Grandpa Joe. As I grew older, I blossomed into my artistic skills. I was working on a project for art class and getting incredibly irritated that it wasn't turning out the way I wanted it. In a fit of frustration, I threw the drawing into the garbage and left the house to go to a friend's house. A few hours later, when I returned home, there was the drawing sitting right in the center of my bed. No one else had been home to move it, at least that I'm aware of. My mother, of course, says this was my great-grandfather, the artist, telling me not to give up. Shortly after this, sadly, my great-grandmother passed away in a nursing home. It was a week or so later that we began smelling that cookie and perfume mixture in the house. It would move from room to room, usually going back to my room, but was always very prominent when you walked in the door. The last incident I recall was at Christmas. It became a tradition in my home for my parents to turn Christmas music on on Christmas Eve and leave it playing all night into Christmas Day. This Christmas we woke up and instead of Christmas music playing, it was the old-time type jazz that my great-grandfather listened to all the time. The tuner on the radio was set to the same station it was left on, which was always just Christmas music every year. We couldn't figure out why the station would just change their format all of a sudden. After about half an hour or so, it changed back to the standard Christmas format. After that, we all grew up a little, and my parents started going through a separation, which inevitably ended up with them selling the house. There was a lot of fighting going on in the house, and I suspect if my great-grandparents were there, the fighting made them very uncomfortable, so they may have left. That wraps up the preview portion of EPP bonus episode number 279 of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you'd like to hear the full episode, and I hope you do, sign up to become an extra podcast person. It's super easy to do. Just go to ghostpodcast.com and sign up there. Or if you use Patreon, do it there. Patreon.com slash real ghost stories. In the rest of the episode, could the living be haunting a house that they had a very close personal connection to? What does an entity want that seems to try to make life even more difficult for a single mother and her children? and just when you thought a relative you detested was gone for good from holiday functions because they died they're back don't miss it EPP 279 sign up to hear it ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories check it out help us stay on the air and enjoy getting freaked out over the rest of the holiday break until next time for real ghost stories online I'm Tony Bruschi Merry Christmas Happy New Year Happy Holidays Feel like you've watched all the things? Find even more to love with Xfinity X1, the ultimate entertainment experience. Catch live sports. They're back! Along with more scores and more... With the Xfinity Sports Zone, the best sports entertainment experience. Plus, find all your streaming apps and more in one place with the award-winning Voice Remote. X1 makes entertainment simple, easy, awesome. To learn more, go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.